Welcome to Footnotes, created by Francis Garrett, a professor of Buddhist studies at the University of Toronto, with Tony Scott, a PhD candidate in Buddhist studies at the University of Toronto. Footnotes is a series of short lectures on research in the field. Each episode features an article or book chapter from an academic book. We aim to make topics of Buddhist studies research freely accessible to students and the public. I hope you are all well, dear students, and ready for another footnotes. This is Tony, speaking today about a fascinating article written by Boreth Lee titled Buddhist Walking Meditations and Contemporary Art of Southeast Asia. Boreth Lee is an associate professor in history and visual culture at the University of California, Santa Cruz where he focuses on the representation of historical trauma, the connection between post-colonialism, gender, sexuality and race, and the portrayal of healing and the body in art. In this article, Lee explores the intersection between engaged Buddhism, vipassana meditation, and representations of walking meditation in contemporary Thai and American art. This might be the first time you've encountered the term engaged Buddhism, and simply but profoundly put, It is the recognition that the suffering of one's individual life mirrors and shares in the suffering of other members of society, which causes one to apply the teachings of Buddhism to the social and political realm to alleviate this personal and collective suffering. Hence Lee, through this piece, is highlighting the reverberations that any single act of meditation has for others, both in the local and global communities that we all navigate together. In this sense, if the personal is the political, so is the mindful. The musical selection accompanying this footnote is a chant in the Khmer language titled Pati Yoga, composed by an anonymous Cambodian author and performed by Net Li Ng. This chant possibly dates from the 19th or even the 18th century, with both Thai and Khmer versions extant today. The first few stanzas of this devotional chant are sung in worship of the Buddhist footprints, a common symbol of the Buddhist physical presence on earth. For the purposes of this footnotes, however, the Buddhist footprint also represents the act of walking meditation, as the focus when practicing this form of meditation is on each single step mindful as we are of our own presence on earth and the impressions we too leave behind. Lee begins this piece with a manifesto of sorts, or rather, two manifestos. The first is that of the journal he is writing in, namely, Positions 
which sets as its goal the questioning of categories that sustain the forces of global capital and power, namely the categories of nation, gender, class, and ethnicity. By challenging these categories, the journal dislocates itself from ideas of East and West, or from disciplinary boundaries found in the university, such as that between different academic departments and modes of research. In a similar fashion, at least according to Lee, engaged Buddhism is unmoored from geography or sectarian affiliation, seeking to challenge the same global forces that create and reinforce social injustices and forms of oppression, taking the value and teachings of Buddhism at their basis, without paying fealty to the founder or bending to hierarchical structures of monks or institutions that have dominated the history and real politic of Buddhism. The example of engaged Buddhism that Lee pursues throughout this piece is that of insight or vipassana meditation, which he defines not as a solitary spiritual endeavor, but as a social act set against the increasing materialism and alienation of the modern world. The goal of this form of meditation, which can be practiced in any of the four postures of walking, sitting, standing, or lying down, is to realize the three characteristics of existence, impermanence, suffering, and non-self, within the framework of one's own body, not as an intellectual curiosity, but as a tangible experience that gradually but permanently changes the way one perceives and acts in the world. Hence, by defining vipassana as a social act, Lee is emphasizing the fact that engaged Buddhists challenge the forces of injustice and oppression not just through protests in the street or activism, but by uniting the body and mind in meditation, by simply sitting, or in this case, walking, for a better world. To demonstrate the social and even political dimension of Vipassana meditation, Lee first focuses on the work of Thai artist Montien Boon Ma, who passed away from a brain tumor in 2000 at the age of 47. After discovering the work of Thai monk Achan Cha Supato, Boon Ma began incorporating concepts of Buddhist philosophy and meditation into his sculptural installations, trying to materialize human breath and invite viewers of his sculptures to experience the calm and joy that accompanies the awareness of breath and the body in Vipassana meditation. Bunma tries to accomplish this not only through the symbolism of his sculptures, which invoke the image of human lungs, but through the placement of medicinal herbs in his installations, which create a visceral, immersive experience for the viewer that engages their visual and olfactory consciousnesses, but also their corporeal organs of sight and smell, all in an attempt to heal the individual suffering inflicted by the ravages of modern, industrial life. Indeed, Boonma also produces artwork in a devotional, mindful manner to heal his own personal trauma, rising daily at 3 a.m. to both meditate and perform his ritual of drawing alms bowls, the bowls that monks and nuns use to collect their meals from laypeople as they quietly move from home to home barefoot. In this way, Lee argues, Boonma's daily ritual of drawing the alms bowl was his own form of walking meditation a form of symbolic walking that gave him refuge from the outside world. Lee next moves on to discuss American artist Anne Hamilton, who from 2004 to 2008 
created an art project centered in the Southeast Asian nation of Laos. In this project, Hamilton attempted to represent the faith and spirituality of the Laotian people and articulate how they use religious art and architecture to navigate and negotiate a consumer culture rapidly changing their rural lifestyle. One form of contemporary art, or in this case, architecture, that captured Hamilton's attention was the long, narrow walking meditation halls of Luang Prabang, made of wood and brick, where novice monks, fully ordained monastics, and laypeople traverse the terracotta tiled floors countless times, aware of each steps and the in and out breath. Trying to symbolize the cultivation of awareness in a world of flux, Anne Hamilton used these halls as inspiration for her project Floating Walking Meditation Boat, where she recreated the walking meditation halls in the form of a riverboat floating on the Mekong River, which in turn symbolized the tenuous location of meditation practitioners in an increasingly materialistic world hungry to engulf them and destroy their silence. In this way, Hamilton's piece was not just an aesthetic creation, but an act of engaged Buddhism, using traditional Buddhist concepts and designs to intervene in, or at least comment on, the social and political struggles of Laos, thereby providing a sort of refuge from the contradictions and challenges of the modern world. In closing his article, Lee invokes the words of Mahagosananda, who led a peace walk from Thailand to Cambodia in 1991 after the Khmer Rouge genocide, saying that each step is meditation. But as the logical conclusion of Lee's article, the action of Mahagosananda demonstrate that each moment of meditation, whether in the privacy of one's home, in a walking meditation hut in Laos, or while engulfed and flamed on a busy Saigon intersection during the Vietnam War, is a political act as well. In his own implicit political act, Lee waxes poetically about a walk on his campus at the University of California, Santa Cruz, where 20 steps become 20 miles become 20 political marches. Indeed, the thrust of Lee's piece is not just that the personal is the political, or in his framing, the mindful is the political, but that Buddhism is itself always engaged with larger struggles at both the local and global level. In this way, when one is walking in meditation, even if alone, one is always accompanied by the footprints of allies in the struggle. This episode of Footnotes was produced by Tony Scott with sound editing by Jesse Witte. 
The show's music was Pati Yoga, performed by Net Lee Ng. The Footnote series is created at the University of Toronto in Canada with support from eCampus Ontario.